a two-step, a two-step. To the remix. I am Ellen Durr, and today I'm here with two of my classmates, Nikki and Elahe. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. It's Wednesday, headed into a three day weekend. Woo. I'm very well today. It's rainy, and I love rainy days. I know, nice, cozy day. Happy Wednesday, ladies. So, we've been hard at work this yeah. week with our schoolwork. And for those of you listening right now and don't know what's going on, we are all graduate students at Adelphi University. And we are all in a class together, and that is Digital Literacies in the 21st Century. And this week, our topic is Remix. I thought uh, I thought it was unique. I don't think I really thought of the term Remix in the sense that I learned about this week, so it was definitely a lot to take in. I've noticed that happening a lot in this class, that I'm familiar with the term or idea, but I never look at it in the perspective that this class teaches us. Um, what did you guys think? Um, I mean, I definitely have to agree with what you were saying. I thought the topic was interesting. Um, I was not really familiar with the term remix before doing the readings, um, or even aware there were so many different remix practices. Um, when, um, especially in the video when Kirby Ferguson started talking about movie remixes, that's when I was like, started to be really familiar with them. Um, and then obvious like music remixes I'm very familiar with. Um, yeah. So, the same as you both, Nikki and Ellen, I was a little familiar with video or music remix, but I did not go deep and find out the details and, you know, the history of it, like getting information about the films and music that are my favorite and I have watched or listened to them millions, million times. Or about the Hollywood that transforming all to the news to make their films. So there was a huge amount of information, like uh, every session, that I learned about the remix. There was, yeah, it was really informative. And, you know, what does remix mean to you guys? When I hear the word remix, the first thing that comes to mind is a remix of a song. And some of my favorite songs have been remixed in their are multiple remixes of each song, especially in the EDM genre. DJs are really good at creating, you know, fun and upbeat remixes. And I also think of songs where someone yells, it's the remix. But after checking out the resources for this week's topic, I think of remix on a much deeper level now. Like, they originally did apply to music, but now it's copying materials and transforming and combining them. And uh, I'm going to use a quote here from the remix, The Art and Craft. Uh, remix means to take cultural artifacts and combine and manipulate them into new kinds of creative blends. So that includes music, sound, film, television, it's everywhere. And this reading in particular even examines remixing as a significant literacy practice. So what, what does it mean to you guys? Like what does remix mean after reading this uh, week's topic and resources? Well, Ellen, you put that all into words pretty great. Um, I too agree. Uh, when I think of remix, I think of songs. Um, again, I wasn't really familiar that there were so many remix practices. Um, but when I think of remix, uh, in, in terms of things, I think of, um, 
you know, the remixes in movies and films. Um, actually thinking about the remix, uh, the reading that we did, remix the art and craft of endless hybridization. Um, did either of you guys have a chance to check out some of the websites that the article provided? Yeah, I actually did check those out. And my favorite one was the Worth a Thousand website and the Celebrity Hair Don'ts, the Donald Trump edition, where they photoshopped Donald Trump's hair on a bunch of celebrities and then their faces on his body. I was cracking up, and there were about 24 submissions. I think the George Clooney one was too good, and that Obama looks pretty good with his hair. I have chugged it too, and my favorite one was uh, on World Thousand website, Photo Hack, about the Mona Lisa and Leonardo DiCaprio. I think Mona Lisa is the most famous topic for the remix. I have seen a lot of Mona Lisa remixes. I don't know why it's so popular maybe well i think it is one of the most famous pieces of artwork so definitely have a lot of uh things that can be pulled from that uh elha what did you think about you know the definition of remix well i knew the you know uh a little about the definition of a remix actually but i did not familiar with different remix tools like photoshop it was really helpful and also some information about you know the difference between copying and remix and what makes them different mm -hmm. or some information about copyright and patent it was to me it was really new and it was really helpful for my career I really enjoyed the video and one of my favorite parts from it was when he spoke about remixes in terms of films you know, he points out that audiences prefer familiarity and that some of the yeah. highest grossing films are sequels or remakes of the earlier films or adaptations of books. And he lists examples like Pirates of the Caribbean and one of my favorites, Hairspray. But after listening to his examples, I couldn't help but think of more and more, like the Harry Potter franchise. It started out as just fantasy novels and grew into a film series. And I also think of all the live action movies that have come out recently. You know, like our old favorite Disney movies growing up. They're all making a big return to movie theaters now as live-action films, and people are really enjoying it. Have you guys seen Lion King yet? It was so cute. It's unreal what they could do. That's a perfect example of Remix. It was a 1994 American animated musical film, and now they brought it back years later in 2019. And overall, these stories are told and retold and transformed. And it's just like transforming the old into the new. Yeah, I really love that line from the video. Um... I really enjoyed the video as a whole. I think Kirby Ferguson, who was the one who uh, did the remix of it and he wrote it, I think he did an amazing job making the video not visually interesting, but also really informative. I definitely feel like I learned a lot from it. Um, I would have to say that my favorite part of the video was when he introduced film remixes and mashups into, his, into the video, because I'm a huge movie buff. Um, and I love that he segued into that by uh, saying that Hollywood's greatest talents was turning the old into the new. I think all three of us have, that, have actually used that line in this, um, <laughs> which is completely true because the most popular movies today are based on comic books. I mean, look at how many films have been made based on Marvel comic books just in the past decade. It's so insane. Um, I feel like every year there's like another like two comic book films being made. 
Um, but getting back to my favorite part about the the film from this week was um, I really love that Ferguson showed that even movies with impressive imagination like Star Wars and Kill Bill, which I love them both, have uh, both have many elements that were derived from other films. And Kill Bill in particular, um, it was really interesting to see the killer nursing with Daryl Hannah walking down the hall whistling. Um, and it was broken down in juxtaposition to films like Black Sunday and Twisted Nerve, which clearly Tarantino drew inspiration from. I mean, the whole whistle was taken directly from Twisted Nerve. I was about to say, I think I know that whistle. Does it go like this? That's it. This is crazy. This is the same exact whistle in a song I like called Chill Bill. Um, I definitely want to hear that. So I love this topic a lot and I have a lot of favorite parts in this session. But I just mentioned I just want to mention three of them because of, you know, lack of time maybe. I like first of all, I like the way Kirby Ferguson compared evolution with social evolution. I mean about the Luca that he mentioned uh, Luca copied and copied and produced every one of the species. So the three components which are copy, transfer and combine is the same as when our new ideas evolved from the old idea, from the old world. Uh, the second one is about Neodon and Leibniz or Darwin or Wall and Wallace. Guys, honestly, I had heard about it, but I did not believe it. After watching this video, I found out it was true that where there were others on the same path. And the third one was about the code, the code that when we copy, we justify. And when someone copy, we vilify. It was really, you know, it was kind of funny. And Steve Jobs... Uh, you know, uh, he stole great ideas and apologized. And after that, his message to Android was really interesting to me that it was uh, about we will destroy Android because it's stolen product. <laughs> so, yeah, there were three yeah, favorite parts of this video. And you know what's crazy? That ideas were once free, something free, which is crazy. It was free for a while and then openly copied and transformed. But since the originals couldn't compete with the remixes, copyright was created to address this imbalance. And the yeah. video emphasizes the fact that we hate losing what we've got. And when it's our ideas being copied, we get territorial. Ella, you just mentioned this, that when we copy, we justify it. But when someone else does it, then apparently it's not okay. And I love that you used um, the example about Steve Jobs and that he would practically brag about stealing and copying ideas, but when it came to others copying Apple, ugh, he yeah. threatened to even destroy Android. I just, I can't believe that. What do you think, Nikki? Um, I think it's a pretty, pretty crazy idea, but um, I think in terms of copying, I'm going to quote Kirby Ferguson right here because he pretty much sums it up for me. And one of the things that he said um, was the act of creation is surrounded by a fog of myths, myths, myths that creativity comes via inspiration, that original creations break the mold, that they are the products of geniuses and appear as quickly as electricity can heat a filament. But creativity isn't magic. It happens by applying ordinary tools to thought of existing materials. So Steve Jobs, you're not that original. 
But that's the thing, like each remix in principle expands the possibilities for future remixes. And the art and craft uh, reading describes some as infertile. In other words, some remixes may not even be viewed or read, but that also might not matter to the producer because they created it for their own self-expression. Yeah, completely agree. And I just wanted to touch upon the end of the video where Kirby reminds us of these two acts, the Copyright Act of 1790, and he describes it as an act for the encouragement of learning, and the Patent Act of 1790, an act to promote the progress of useful arts. So basically they created those for the greater purpose, to better the lives of everybody. It's sharing the pool of knowledge open to all. But nowadays it's just turned into a legal battle, and like everything else, it's revolving around money. So I was thinking, like, during these readings and, you know, most of the readings in this class, like, how can we apply this to our professional lives? I know we're all in school for education, so how does remixing apply to our students in the classroom? So I think it was a, a really mm, a fascinating and important point that everything is a remix. I want to tell this fact to my students Nobody starts out with original. We need coping out to build a foundation of knowledge and an understanding. And the, the thing that I want to apply in my career is I want to encourage my students to read as much as they can, to know about different ideas and different knowledge. Then they maybe they can transfer and apply them to their life academic life or their job to be more creative and successful. I want to teach them there's no need to be creative in the beginning. It is just about hard working. There are a lot of sources to read and then maybe they can transfer and create a new thing. And the second one, I really like to apply Photoshop to, you know, my in the pedagogical method maybe to create more interesting education materials to attract the, my students attention and uh, combine different approaches to help them to improve their learning as previous psychologists did did that like Piaget Alahe, uh, you said that all like really beautifully, and I think that that actually can be applied, uh, like everything you said could be applied in just about like every classroom in some capacity. Um, depend, I mean, depending on what you teach, but I think just about every every classroom. Um, and uh, because I work in our education, I think the obvious way that I would apply it in my classroom would be by using Photoshop. Um, and there's just so many ways that you could use it. I would use it to, as an example, to create remixes um, by having students add text to images, mix elements together from multiple images, and even just altering the overall appearance of an image by modifying colors and focus, like, is a form of remix. Yeah, Photoshop is a great example of remixing. Now, after reading everything, that's exactly what I think of. And oh, I'm sitting here listening to you guys, and I'm trying to think of how remixing applies to my future students in classroom and the video said it itself copying is learning in a sense nobody really starts out original we need copying to build a foundation of knowledge you know we're able to create something new through transformation and that's after once we figured out how to copy you know, we take idea and we create variations from it and then we can create even bigger pieces of work by connecting those ideas together and so on and so on 
you know, I plan on introducing pieces of artwork and ideas from well-known artists before beginning a topic or project. That way they have an example or even an idea to copy from and then transform it to make it their own. You know, I want to teach them about what makes a remix good or high quality and what kind of elements that can make an effective, fertile remix. One part from the reading, um, Mapping Critical Media Literacy, on, from page 132, it says that the purpose of rap was not only to entertain, but educate and inspire change and to beat the media at its own game. There are multiple learning principles that come with remix practices. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, you know, we can use these readings in our professional lives, but what about even personal lives? Like, yeah, I think we do it every day in our life, in many areas, and in many areas. I, you know, I'm kind of person that that search a lot in different areas, uses use books, Google, Pinterest, you know, mm -hmm. some kind of this, yeah. And after that, I make my own solution to my problems in daily life. I remember once I was starving and I did not have many ingredients in my home. So I googled some different foods and after that combined them and cook a new food with some ingredients that I have in my refrigerator. So in my opinion, everything in our life is kind of remix and we can apply it for, you know, in different kinds of things in our life. Yeah, that is so true. I never even thought before you just said it of like cooking as a remix because I know plenty of people who will just pull stuff from a shelf or uh, modify a basic ingredient or recipe to make up their own like idea for a meal. Um, yeah. Um, and I agree. I do think that we use uh, remixing um, or remixes every day at some capacity in our lives or have used it. Maybe not every day, but um, personally, as an artist, I have done a great deal of learning through copying. Um, uh, some some that I can think of are um, like in school, like in art school. I remember copying so many masterwork by different artists, like some that come to mind, Van Gogh or Monet. Um, and I also learned to draw and paint a lot by using reference photos that I found in magazines. Um, yeah. And even today, I paint animals as well do countless others, and I even use reference photos for my paintings. Um, so I feel like I'm using the practice of remix or of remixing like often in my artwork. There you go. And honestly, everything feels like a remix after learning about this week's topic. Even something so simple like when I get a haircut, I search on Pinterest for long brown hairstyles, and then I even bring the picture to where I found it on Pinterest to the salon and have Melvie do it up. My hair is even a remix. And as the remix art and craft reading puts it, whenever we comment on, say, a film or a book and discuss it with others, we take the original author's creativity and remix it in our own lives and using it to extend our own ideas and produce a evaluation. Some purposes remixing are to have fun and to express solidarity and to make a political point. Uh, once again... This class, man, is teaching us so many lessons for different parts of our lives. <laughs> Very thought-provoking. All right, ladies, thank you uh, being wonderful guests here today. Of course. Thanks, Ellen. Thanks, Alahe. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Look forward to working with you guys next time. Thank you for listening to The Remix. Radio's played